Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, Jim. You seem to be so excited about today's episode. You couldn't even uh, land the I intro. I always one. bring this level of excitement to every show that we do, so I don't appreciate that. Hmm. Uh, but today... We have a very special guest with us that I am very, very excited. I actually got to catch up with her a little bit a year ago at San Diego Comic-Con and got to find out how much of a Pokemon fan she was. And so now she's here with us today to talk about Pokemon. She is none other than uh, Thea Trinidad, also known as WWE superstar Selena Vega. Welcome, welcome. Well, thank you guys for having me. Hello. This is uh, one of those moments where, you know, we don't always... Like, you know, we don't judge anyone on the background that they have, but when someone has one as impressive as the one you have, we have to call it out. Thank uh, you. The, the first thing I need to, to ask is, how long did it take to put up the cloud ceiling? Uh, Probably like, so I didn't do it, first of all. <laughs> I didn't actually do it. That's um, fair. Yeah, my friend Staples did it, and he probably took it like three days to do it. Him and oh, his wow. wife did it. So, uh -huh. yeah, it was like, I left for TV and I came back and it was done. So it yeah. sets a great vibe. Thank you. Sure. Yeah, there, it's it's like one of my favorite things in this room, honestly. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for, for being part of the show. Already the chat is commenting on the giant legendary bird statue <laughs> that you've got, which you said is brand new. You just you ju just yeah. got that just a, a little bit ago. Yeah, I got this like a couple days ago and I set it up and I just put it here. So, so favorite legendary bird. We're going to put you right on the spot. Lugia. Um, Good choice. I have the Lugia, like the flute song is my like ringtone. And so, like it's actually the, the one that wakes me up. So that's amazing. <laughs> what a way to start your day. I love it. Yeah. Oh, all right. So, so let's, let's start a little bit kind of from, from the very beginning. Let's talk about kind of first Pokemon experiences. Like what, what, what brought you to Pokemon? What is like that? that tangible first memory of, of Pokemon for you? Uh, man, I think just like watching the show when I was a kid, you know, like mm -hmm. I think it started there just like getting really into the show and then getting the cards. I remember going to Burger King and getting like those little, um, oh, those gold the golden cards yeah, and the Pokeballs. I, I, I actually have those too. And <laughs> bandies keep coming up. I wore these specifically for this show because they're Pokemon band-aids. I was so excited <laughs> about it. 
and they came oh, off. Those are adorable. Yeah, I had a ditto one too, and they both came off. So I was like, okay, oh man. But I still have my SB on um, beanie, so we're good. We're still in the, in the spirit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so I used to get those uh, from Burger King. My dad used to get me the cards all the time for Christmas. He got me like this huge, um, like tin box, and it had like that's that's a kid. Oh, nice, awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Uh, so, um, one of the other, uh, the, you know, the, the things that we've, we've got to ask, right. Obviously, uh, there's, there's two questions. First one is favorite, uh, favorite starter. Now it doesn't have to be original trio starter, but favorite starter period. Um, uh, so it's always, it's hard. Cause I know which one I always go for. Sure. And so I got Are you this- more of a type than, than an actual. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yes, we love. Yeah. Amazing. So, Charmander for sure. Yeah. All I always right. love Charmander no matter what. And then and then favorite evolution. Uh Espeon. I was yeah. like, yeah, I actually have an Espeon tattoo right here too. Oh, that's, oh that's so cute. It's acceptable. Yeah. It's not Vaporeon, but it's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I, so honestly, Vaporeon was my favorite before Espeon came along. So Okay. Now see yeah. you're part of the club and it's good. Yeah. I, love it. right. I remember like in the episode where it was like the three brothers, I mean, they're like, "Come on, Mikey, like pick a whatever." And I was like, mm-hmm. "He's got to go for Ray Boreon. Like that's the only choice. Like you have to." But mm-hmm. he stayed with Evie, which I understand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, now, do you? So, do you have a favorite type? Then, like, is it is it dark? Is it ghost? Is it? Um, I don't know that I have a favorite type necessarily because I feel okay. like if I'm was a gym leader and i always get this question too like if you were a gym leader like which kind would you be and i'm like i sure. guess kind of psychic because i love sabrina so okay. much mm-hmm. um but i don't know because i'm my my i don't know i'm kind of all over the place you know mm-hmm. like in the sense i like espion and i like you know Cadabra and you know all that stuff but i also really like haunter and ghastly and you know like i said lugia my my I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place. So I don't necessarily have a favorite type, but if I had to choose one, I guess it would be psychic. All right. All right. I was noticing the, the giant Gengar in the back. We definitely love, love to see that. Now are those, uh, are those, are those game cartridges hanging up in the, in the very back? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, sweet. I put that up on stream not that long ago. It was quite the task. But <laughs> <laughs> he just got like a massive ladder and I was just climbing. He was like, please don't die. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I swear. I have tons of practice with money in the bank, I swear. But like, <laughs> yeah, I have a Gap one, a Haunter, a Gengar, and then an Espeon at the end. No, oh, those, are, those are sweet. Etsy's good for everything. Ah. Nice. <laughs> so have you had an opportunity to play the, the more recent Pokemon games? Yes, like, I'm, actually, I'm playing um, Pokemon Violet right now. Nice, nice. Have you, have you gotten the DLC yet? No, not yet. I wanted to like actually get through it more before I did that, but... Yeah, I uh, the whole reason I went back to it is because I heard about the DLC. So I was like, let me just play through this a little bit more and then I'll get it. Yeah, you you, you absolutely should. No spoilers, but the, the teal <laughs> mask, the the legendaries that pop up in that just oh. amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm obsessed with them. Um, I love that. That's good, though, because at first I heard some people were like, oh, I'm not going to go back to that game. And I'm like, I feel like I kind of have to. To, to be fair, we have been we've been a little less than kind to the game, but more for performance reasons than anything else. Uh, uh, but- you, could, uh, you can speak for yourself on that, actually. I have. <laughs> Megan I've, has not. I've, I've bashed that game within an inch of it. <laughs> it's because I feel like I deserve better. 
I get that. But you know what? Like my my favorite Pokemon game in general was always Pokemon Silver. And then yes. um uh the Let's Go Eevee was really good because it was like a bit of like old, mm-hmm. a little bit of new and mm-hmm. mixed in everything that I liked, especially because um as I know a lot of people were like kind of like, oh, why is this your favorite song? But the um the Lavender Town song was always my favorite. So I heard oh. it again. Oh. Nostalgia. Those those Let's Go games are truly like we talk about them all the time. I think they're severely underrated because I, I think they're they look great. The game mechanics are a ton of fun, and like I selfishly love them because it's the, it's actually the game that I was able like that my kid got into Pokemon with, and so oh. I will forever sing its praises. Well, I mean, how can you not love a game where you dress up Eevee in like thirty different outfits? You know, <laughs> and you can pet him and stuff. It's just so cute. Like I was just obsessed with it. So yeah. Uh, so, so tell us what what are you know everyone's got kind of their different reasons for why like they still like love Pokemon and, and all that. And so like, what, what kind of is that for you? What is it about Pokemon that, um, you know, you still kind of keeps your attention. Um, so it's hard to say like just one thing, honestly, cause there's sure. so many reasons as to why I still love it. And, and also I'm such a nineties kid. Like, I don't care. <laughs> just, it's funny that the nineties is all back and everybody's like, Oh my God, it's so cool. And I'm just like, yeah, when I was 10, that was a thing. So <laughs> let's start there. Right. But, um, it's just like, I don't know, I think, um, and this is kind of diving into like psychological whatever, sure. but I think a lot of the times that we all like to grip to the things that made us feel really good. And for me, I remember a time in my life that I was just so happy and I thought the world was puppies and rainbows and it was around like nine years old. So mm-hmm. I think that's the thing I gravitated most to. I mean, I also like, so my phone is propped up on a Furby doll. So, you know, <laughs> like you can kind of, it's just, this is what the vibe of like my life is just living in the nineties constantly. So it's just, it's just that nostalgia. Plus they have like really cool, like, look at this. I just got this too. And I was like, I can't not have it. Like, oh, that's yeah, that, that's oh, amazing. amazing. <laughs> they have the cutest like statues and things like you can't not love it. They always have a way of like reinventing themselves and yeah making it cool and i I think anybody who's seen anything pokemon in this room they're always like drawn to it right away and especially because it holds some kind of memory to them so when people see this they're like oh disturb not the harmony of fire ice or lightning you know like and they start (laughs) to say it and it's the best and i love it and then some people like oh my god when ash turned to stone and you actually have that statue and then pikachu was crying and i was crying and i'm like if you didn't cry then you're not a human so i know that moment is coming anytime i watch it and i and it's still you still feel the feeling every time. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of that, uh, when when you heard the news that Ash is no longer in the anime anymore, how did uh, how did you feel about that? I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I said just the other week, if I don't watch the end of the anime, it will never happen, and then Ash will live on, Ash will live on forever, yeah. and then I don't have so to like, worry about it. How do you do that? I'm like, how do you get rid of the whole reason I started watching this? No, I'm not doing that. Right. That's like. It, on, a, on an unrelated note, that's also kind of like why I don't watch Naruto as much because I'm just like, <laughs> all my favorite characters are gone. What am I going to watch it for? Like, I don't even hear about my other favorite characters. So what am I going to watch it for? Y'all took them away from me. So no. I, I nearly died a couple of years ago. I my, my wife got me a bunch of Naruto statues that are behind me. And uh, like the neighborhood kids were like checking them out, like my son's friends. Mm-hmm. And one of them goes, hey, isn't that one guy Boruto's dad and I just like I like I'm like out get out get out <laughs> right now I was so just like like I like 
I don't get hit by like the whole like oh I'm old thing except for that. That yeah, was like the very put, first. Oh, you it, need it, to put a statue of Inuyasha and Ichigo up there, and they could be like, "Isn't that that dad?" <laughs> so oh. actually, my the whole left side of my leg is Inuyasha and Shishomaru. Like, oh god! Yeah, that's see, that's the right choice in life because Inuyasha yeah. was a fundamental part of my life. <laughs> Actually, I'm I don't even care. I'm gonna say it anyway because uh, my friend knew that she had to tell me yesterday. But she's like, oh. "Hey, did you know that there was a uh, how do you say it? N S wait N S F W uh, Shishomaru uh, statue?" And I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, drop the link, homie, drop the link." <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the uh, anime fandom has really embraced those statues, and it was only time until Shishombru got one. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? I can't judge you. <laughs> I'll drop you the link when it's over. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I think I think one of the one of the, the cool things, one of the things I, I I really love about you is that um you like look, you Im- have embraced your fandom of the stuff that, that you are a fan, right? Where, like yeah. all the way down to uh obviously you know tattoos and things like that but also right in in what you do at wwe and uh in your ring attire and and stuff like that what can, can you walk us through like the uh, the decision making process on like when and where and what like you decide to 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 pick like do you just have like a bucket list and you're just like check 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 or does it really just kind of you know depend on you know necessarily maybe where you're at you know mm, or no, certain event? it's I kind of have a, a bucket list like in my head and then I have a what am I the most obsessed with right now? Sure. And it just kind of feeds off that. Like the only thing that was time sensitive was the um, the Street Fighter thing. That right. was the thing where I was like, okay, this has to happen on this day. I have to have the outfit at this time. It's going to be jury. This is how we're doing it. Like X, Y, Z. Um, but that was really it. The other ones, like the first one being Vega, like Vega was the reason that my last name is Vega. So right. It just felt right. And uh-huh. I mean, I got in a little bit of trouble for that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but then the other ones, it just, it felt right at the time. So obviously being sure. a heel, I was just like, okay, who's the worst of the worst, but in the best of ways that I love. And it was mm-hmm. Madara. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to get the voice actor for Madara. Like how dope would that be to get Madara Uchiha to do my actual like entrance? And he did. I actually got Neil Kaplan to, um, and obviously, like I, I befriended him after, and you know, I actually take um, like voiceover, like just acting lessons from him in general, and it is the coolest thing to even say out loud. But because um, he's such a genius, but like it's, um, it was cool to have like a bit of realism there from the show in my actual engine. It just felt right. Everything just felt right. So. When it comes to like me thinking about going forward, like what I'm gonna do, like if I've already started thinking about like my outfit for War Rumble, this coming one is already being made because I've already made oh, wow. this and like yeah, I, is how it came about was just like okay, sometimes it, it depends on my hair, <laughs> so silly, but sometimes it depends on my hair, it depends on like the Rengoku one. I was just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and I, my 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 uh, amazing amazing super talented friend Kendra who does my my wigs, I was like. Kendra, is it possible to make a fire one? <laughs> she was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, there's this guy named Rangoku, and he's really hot, and I just feel like I need to be him. So, <laughs> And she was like, okay, whatever. Let's just do this. And she just made it come to life. So it's it's a collaboration between like me, my gear makers, um, Kendra, um, 
my friend Mosley, who does a lot of woods and Kofi's gear also. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes with my friend Usama, who does most of my gear now, my friend Jolene. So it, it really just, I have to talk to everybody collectively. Mm-hmm. What can we make happen? Um, here's my ideas. It's this character, this character, or this character. Where can we go? And how can we make it just super crazy? Like right now, it's so funny. I had an idea for, for Rumbles, already, like I said, already made, made. And then Tommy gets this statue of Megatron. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I wish I would have seen this like a month ago. Because <laughs> this is everything right now. Especially because it falls into the whole like cyberpunk vibe I'm trying to bring. To sure. So it's, um, it's going to happen at some point. Like the Megatron yeah. is going to happen because it's just too iconic not for it to be. It's just everything. I love it. When is there a, is, is there a Pokemon one in the, in the near future? Yeah, actually, it's funny that you say that. I was going to do Espeon like forever ago. Right. Um, but I just, I don't know. It didn't feel like the gear didn't seem right enough. Like it didn't seem sure. like it was enough for people to go, that's Espeon versus, mm. oh, that's cute and purple or whatever. You know what I mean? So like, Fair. Fair. it's like, oh, it has to, it has to be right. Like things have to, like I'm such a perfectionist. When I got, like there's so many, like, Des- I don't want to say just like designers, but like stylists who have asked me, like, "Oh, can I work with you?" and blah blah blah. And I'm like, mm. I can't give up my power that way. I'm such a control mm. freak. I'm like, I can't. Like, I love what you do and whatever, but I just can't. I'm such a psycho. I can't do it. Like, my mm. brain just won't shut off. I'll be blowing you up at two in the morning. Oh, hi, blue. This is blue. <laughs> the star of the show. Oh my gosh, adorable. Oh, I see that. I I follow that cat on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but so yeah, it just—I want to do Espeon, and that's definitely going to happen at some point. All right. Now that I can have my hair look a certain way mm. and everything, I wanted to do Espeon, and I wanted to do some kind of version of Lugia that's not like too far fetched, you know? Right. Right. So, now that yeah. makes sense. So does that mean? So I mean, how? So how long have you had your Halloween costume planned? Ah, uh, so. Because I do cosplay so much, I have so sure. many that I'm just kind of like, okay, okay yeah. well, what are we going to wear today? Like, <laughs> it's, it's October 2nd. Like, what are we going to wear today? They they actually have their costumes before I have mine set. Like, my cat, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting for this moment for so long, and my husband has no idea. But, like, I, I counted, and I was like, okay, we have seven cats right now. But when we have nine, we have to do the nine Hashira, because there are nine <laughs> Hashira. <laughs> Have each cat be a Hajira. And now of I course. Bro, I I have nine cats now. And they're all prepared. I have one exactly for like Rengoku. He's Rengoku. I have some amazing. Rengoku. Yeah, my one the baby cat, like he looks like he got electrocuted. So he's gonna be Sonic. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's perfect. Like I finally have it and I'm making their costume because like I, I have like there's no for instance, there's no mystery um like costumes or whatever being made. Mm-hmm. So I like find a little cat sweater and cut the armholes out and I'm making them socks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's amazing. As somebody with a Rengoku tattoo, I do approve of your Rengoku casting. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's, I mean, Rengoku is just, he's super dope. I just, I don't know. I feel, and the weird thing is, it's like, and I, I love hate telling this story, but cause it's just really embarrassing, but I usually can, and I feel like if I were to meet the original voice actor for Ash Ketchum, I'd probably like faint or something because mm. it's it's seriously funny how uh, when I met um, Mark Witten, who's uh, the voice actor for Rengoku, um, mm. 
he's like, you know, the rock, why are you tripping out about me? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, because it's different. I don't know. It's like a whole different thing. I don't know. Like how to explain it. So yeah. it's just, it's funny. Cause like, I can kind of prepare myself. Like, mind you, it took me at least five years to even work up the courage to like walk up to Dwayne and be like, Oh, I'm cool. <laughs> um, but with, with Mark, like I, I can kind of prep myself, but I didn't know I was going to meet him. Mm-hmm. So I was sweating. I was, <laughs> I was warm and I don't know what I said. I don't remember. <laughs> I pretty sure. Like I tried to like not be me in that moment. I was just right. kind of like, Oh yeah, this is crazy. You know, you're, Oh, you're Rangoku. That's right. Yeah. And he's like, didn't you like message me on Instagram? And I was like, um, <laughs> 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 I, no, I, listen, I was like, I have, there's so many fakes out there. I, it probably wasn't. And he was just like, yeah, but not a lot of them have the blue check and that red hair is kind of hard to, uh. and I was like, listen, okay. I had one and I was very upset. Okay. I was very upset. Y'all need to do like a back in time. Why didn't you become a demon? Like, <laughs> I mean, true. Honestly, like, you know, and he was just like, okay. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's one of those things that I think when it comes to, just anime the Pokemon, the things that I'm like super, super um, attached to and obsessed with. I have like a, I don't know. I think my inner child just comes out and I'm just like, mm-hmm. Hey guys, like I'm just weird. I don't know. So the, the amount <laughs> of uh, like cool points I scored with my daughter when uh, I was able to get uh, Sarah, Nato Jenny, who is the most current voice of Ash um, is a friend of the show. And so, you know, when I was able to like get her to send like a voice memo to my kid being like, Hey, Nora, it's Ash. Like she lost. Oh her my God. Uh, so I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's funny about that though, is like when I realized that there was a switch from mm-hmm. like the original to, to the new one, I remember thinking, I'm like, I think I, like as a kid, I, mm, I yeah. was just like, I don't know. I think he went through puberty or something. He's not <laughs> There's something different. And I don't know what it is, but he's not the same. <laughs> like, yeah. Something happened. And my brother was just kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but it's, um, I don't know. I'm very, my ear can set, like can tell if there's yeah. light changes. I can tell when people have a cold. I can tell when people have like a, Thing that they're trying to hide or something but like i could always sense like say like uh, i remember for um i was playing my uh tommy was playing resident evil or yeah i think it was resident evil and i heard one of the voices and like he wasn't even like a main character i was like mm, that's Daria. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was it was i was just like i you can't tell me nothing like i know when things are who they are it's weird Oh, that's fascinating. I know we've got to let, you know, let you go in a little bit, but I did want to ask, um, you know, obviously uh, you've been streaming a bit more uh, recently. Um, can you just uh, talk to us about like, just why that's, uh, you know, so much fun for you and, you know, engaging with kind of your fans on, on that level and um, what, I guess, you know, what you're looking to do as uh, you continue that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's almost like, this as to why I didn't even realize that all that time went by is the same thing. <laughs> you know, it's just like I find um people that are like me and I can kind of just like talk to them and relate to them, kind of just share those stories and and just I don't know, I think it's kind of cool to be growing this like I call them like army of nerds, you know. Where it's <laughs> like, you know, we're just I don't know. I think there's something cool to just finding um people that you connect with because for so long, and I think this is a big part of it, for so long especially when I was a kid, I didn't really have 
great friends. Like I had people mm. that I, like talked to and associated myself with, but not like people who I really loved hanging out with. And, you know, the only person who I really did was my brother. Cause he was just as like nerdy as me. Like we used to, you know, play street fighter, mortal Kombat, and Tekken and all these like games, Pokemon. Like we used to argue about who was better. And we had a Pokemon battle all the time. I would have to like trick him into, you know, trading me Pokemon. Like it was a big thing, but it was just me and my brother. For the long- we, we all, we all have, Pokemon trading card stories that we're yeah. all not too proud Jim of. Jim used to go and regularly bilk grandma <laughs> from Long Island. Uh, no, no. Here's the, the TLDR was basically as a kid, uh, I had to feed my own trading card game habit, meaning like I had to find a way to make money to buy packs. And so uh, I lived on Long Island. And so I would go to the beach with a, a wagon and I would lay out the cards that I had for sale. And I just went by pr- like by price guide prices right and we all know price guide prices were like way inflated and so (laughs) it was what it was right and so grandmas and stuff like that would come up to the wagon and be like oh my grand my grandkids are into this thing how much is that and i would be like well the price guide says it's uh 125 uh but i'll sell it to you for 120 and they're like oh that seems like a lot of money and i'm like i'm just going by i'm just going by the book here ma'am and uh, i would come home with wads of cash and my mom would be like what what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm just I'm just selling Pokemon cards on the boardwalk to just, unsuspecting uh, little old ladies who are buying sweet, genuine, thoughtful gifts for their grandchildren. Yep, just scamming old ladies out of the social security <laughs> check using Pokemon. You know, I mean, listen, it it'll do that to you. It'll, Look, it'll do, so I'm not even mad at it. Hey, the, yeah. don't hate the hustle. You know. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you have like I know you were into the card? Do you have like any cards that like? Are part of your prize possession, or I have cards, but none that are just like you right, touch right. this, you die. Kind of sure, thing. That's it's fair. just I have these, <laughs> I have them, and I was kind of like, oh, these are cool to have. But it's once I realized that I let go of all the Pokemon cards that are worth like tons of money now, I think right. it just ate at me for so long. I'm just like, I'm not touching another freaking card, like, yeah. no, no, that makes yeah. That makes like super pissed at myself. I'm like, no, but again, it just I think, especially when it comes to the streaming thing, it's just. I want to continue to just have my army of nerds and just like grow that just really fun crowd of people. Cause I hate Twitter. Like I genuinely hate Twitter with a burning passion of a thousand sons, but in for Twitch, I don't know, for some reason, I just feel like I, I feel a little bit more free there and I can be me and, and not have to hear like, Oh, can you sell your socks for $20? Like, you know, what I mean? <laughs> it's just, it's just like, Hey, did you play the new Pokemon? And it's, it's cool. You know? So that's right. really where I have a lot of fun. Right. Awesome. Well, uh, before we get to break, I'll, I want to let you plug all of your uh, all your stuff. So where can people find you? Uh, not necessarily on Twitter, but everywhere else. <laughs> um, so all my socials, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or anything, it's um, Selena Vega WWE, all one word. Awesome. Well, we're going to we have to have you back sometime. Yeah, I didn't even realize it was like it flew by. I was like, "What are you?" I'm like looking at the clock, going, "We could literally talk to her for hours." This is uh, this is this is perfect. But no, we'll definitely we'll definitely uh, stay in touch. Definitely have you back again. Thank you so much for spending time with us. I know uh, the live chat loved you. Uh, Everyone listening is gonna uh, is just gonna lose their mind. Um, But uh, but yeah, but thank you again. And when we get back. We're going to talk about the Van the Van Gogh Pokemon card debacle and so much more. So all that and more in 60 seconds. Thank you, guys.
At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. So much, so much fun. Definitely have to uh, have her back. See, that was no, like, that was a blast. I that told was- I, I told the Discord like she's legit. She loves this stuff, and you can see it right from the get go. So, uh, so much fun. I was trying to pull up before I let my computer explode. Here we go. I wanted to get through some of, uh, we got some new reviews. I wanted to get through some of those and then we'll get into some of the news and then the Pokemon fact of the week that some of the news, including the Van Gogh thing will probably lead to like a deep dive like discussion. So I'm not, so uh, buckle in folks because it's going to be, it's going to be a fun one. Uh, first one uh, is from Sal in the studio, uh, the wild podcast. We listen every night. Congrats on the Giratina you pulled. I look forward to the next episode uh, signed OS age six. Oh, well, that's adorable. That's That's the most adorable thing ever. Well, Ted, don't listen to the rant I'm about to go on in like five (laughs) minutes. Uh, The next one's from Mateo Opium Den. Uh, I feel like there's something in there that I missed, but I'm just going to keep going. A trio of uh, hosts dropping Pokemon news. I've gotten back into Pokemon after uh, decades long hiatus. It's a great show and very different from what I usually listen to for podcasts. Came for the news and stayed for the facts. Opinion. Wartortle is the better name in uh, in the evolution line. I wish it was the final form. Missed opportunity. Also, Blastoise ends with Toys, which makes it a tortoise. uh, And that doesn't make sense. Thoughts? Any other Pokemon names you wish were different? Keep up the good work. I did not realize the Blastoise war turtle turtle into tortoise thing until I read this review. And it's, and it's only like, not honestly annoying, but like the, the, like it's the, like I would, I wouldn't have cared before. Like my wife got a tortoise and every time my parents ask, how's the turtle? Uh, my wife goes tortoise. And I'm like, oh, they're, very, oh, they're very, they're very, they're wow. very they're that was deep. worthy. That was worthy. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. That six-year-old kid who's listening and left us reviews. Huh? Uh, I, I didn't say the word. I, I you 100% did. did. No, you I said freaking. No, no, you, you did not. Oh, well, that's Everyone I did not. Everyone in the chat confirmed. Uh, well, sorry, Richard. You're going to have a little extra work today. <laughs> you Here's the word. No, so Jim, impassioned you, you, about I was your totally drunk that word during my rant. I was going to get clearance and everything. Like, give me give me the heavy munition, please. Nope. Looks like I just used I just used nope. it up. You used I, it on I, a I, turtle. I'm so terribly sorry. Turtle uh, versus it, tortoise, it, man. 
did you guys did you guys realize that or is that like was that news to you or do you always do that and i'm just slow, late to the party I, I always i always knew that it makes lots of sense Jim. all right whatever silly jim <laughs> silly jim anyway, silly thanks for the review first build jim we're gonna i'm gonna go and hang a whiteboard right back there and it's just gonna have we're gonna mark it every time somebody curses on the show i don't know everyone in the chat's losing their minds over jim's first f-bomb so i can't be actually that might i don't be know everyone's saying well, i didn't right. even that's the thing i didn't even think i said it i, like, I thought i used the alternate word but i guess it came out you were so look the wrong word we all have our passion picks. <laughs> well, I mean, sure, whatever. Uh, okay, so let's let's then let's let's get into the other news mm -hmm. before we get into the Van Gogh debacle. Uh, yeah, Christian, is there any of the other news really like? Oh, oh, oh! This is a good one. Our friends at Jazzwares. Yeah, Pokemon Squishmallows won. Uh, yeah, won Pikachu. some awards. Toy yeah, of the Pikachu year. Squishmallow won Toy of the Year at uh, you know the New York Toy Fair is going on this weekend, and whatever trade organization runs that um, gave gave them an award. I mean, I am I am I am so happy for them. I think it's a great I think it's a great toy and it's a, and whatever. But I feel like. In order to be Toy of the Year, you should be uh, the you at least should at least have a chance to get the Toy of the Year. You can get the Pikachu ones. Man. Oh, is the Pikachu? The other oh, it's, the Gengar, it's the Gengar one and, and everything one. else. I see Pikachu in store all the time. I haven't I, seen I've, any other. I've ones. even seen Togepi and Gengar. I mean, I've even seen Togepi and Snorlax. You know what I've not seen? Oh. Gengar. Until I can get Gengar, I refuse to acknowledge this. Is Piplup out in the wild? Is that one officially out? I can't I'm remember. not sure if it's on shelves, but it has, you know surfaced right. on online scene. sure so yeah. until i find gengar i refuse to acknowledge this win <laughs> i think squishmallows i think like double dipped i think squishmallows won best plush and then the the pikachu squishmallow won toy of the year which i is, think i think you're right yeah which i think is, which is great we love that i we just discovered that squishmallow has licensed my hero academia plushes yeah. and that's my new obsession because oh, i didn't really? realize those were a thing yeah they have like bakugo they have yuzuku they have like the main you know class 1a kids and i was like well cool i need the bakugo one <laughs> immediately uh <laughs> but that's currently second on my list next to gengar <laughs> oh is there where a, oh, is he well, Semantic says he may be able to find you one. So maybe oh. uh, you shoot, shoot Semantic's well, DM. I'm getting it on Discord, get one. <laughs> Yeah, There we go. See, look, and that's a, another great reason why you should join the Discord. Go head on over to X, find our, find at Pokemon Pod CB. There's a link to, uh, there's a link to the Discord over there. And you too uh, can be part of international trade deals. Of yes. Pokemon Alder27 uh, says there's a lot of Gengar in Canada. See, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, so uh, we have that. And then I think the other small bit of news is for Pokemon Go folks. Uh, Hisui Not and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. Hisui yeah. And Decidui, Decidui. Yeah. But that got leaked. I didn't realize this was a leak from like two weeks ago or last last week. I forget exactly when this happened, but it was a leak and um, uh, it was officially confirmed. So this weekend and then the following weekend, Hisuian Decidui with the Grass-type Terra-type will be the seven-star raid. So uh, look forward to that. 
because this will be your one chance to get his and Decidui legitimately in the game. Um, nice. So, I mean, you can transfer it, obviously, from via Pokemon Home, but if you want to catch it in the game, this is how you get it. So, sure, do that. That makes sense. All right. Well, it's one of those things where we knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Anytime there's mm-hmm. a special promo card somewhere, all, all hell breaks loose. Uh, now, for those who don't know, we've, I think we mentioned it on the show a few weeks ago that uh, there is a Van Gogh museum in Germany, Amsterdam. 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 It's in Amsterdam. Whatever. It's in Amsterdam. He's like and Dutch Renaissance. And, and, they have, and they just announced and have launched a, uh, a Pokemon collaboration and showing a bunch of really cool Pokemon art, like rich looks really, really cool. And so with that, right. With the being in Amsterdam, not a lot of, uh, I think when people think of like trading card rushes, it's usually, you know, in Japan or in the States or wherever. Um, not, not that we forget about the rest of the world, but you know, but you know what I mean? Right. Anyway, People who went to go see it had the opportunity to grab a print, uh, a card, which is a really cool card of Pikachu as Van as Van Gogh. Uh, although I thought if they wanted it to be really accurate, they they, they really needed to get rid of one of the ears. This but is they, yeah. pre, this is pre ear loss. <laughs> this is pre ear loss. Uh, Van Gogh slash Pikachu, great looking card, right? Like, like here's the thing: sometimes these promo cards look like promo cards right and they look they're you know not that no one thinks about what goes on to these cards but sometimes they don't think about what goes on to these cards they're not always like the best looking ones this one is a phenomenal looking one and so obviously interest was really really high right so not only were there videos of people like storming the gates to try and get this stuff also, a bunch of shenanigans happening online as well. Christian, the, go ahead. Elaborate. Oh, this whole thing's awful. The, the, the yeah. online stuff. Okay. So they, the Pokemon company messed up. There's there's no other way to put it. They messed up multiple times. So there was a two part. So first and foremost, you know, the museum got mobbed, literally mobbed. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, there, I'm sure there are some people who were there legitimately just want to buy as much stuff as they could because they love Pikachu. Um, uh, but, you know, so many of them, it was clear that they were scalpers because they're just picking up like six and seven copies of everything they can get their hands on and stuff like that. So at the same time that that was literally going on in Amsterdam, the Pokemon Center started posting links to the various product. And that was their first mistake. So mm-hmm. they basically made the pages live on accident before they went live. And because of that, all of the scalper bots you could because you can go and load those up. And so they just went to town on them. And so the scalpers all had the bots all set up. So the second those products went live, they were gone. And that's exactly what happened. And so then the Pokemon company came out and put out a statement saying, hey, Pokemon Center, that's not live. We'll let you know on social media when this stuff comes out. And then instead of doing that, Instead of doing that, they 
did a tiered release of one item after another, and everything instantly sold out because the bots were the only already, ones to get access. They already to it. had them in the carts. So mm -hmm. if if you if you you know unless you had access to a tracker program, right, you did not get product. Now, Megan, you tried to to do to do this online. What? What's didn't did you get like a screen that or that said like yeah so they're all gone or did you just get like stuck in an infinite like no so way? because there were so many of those tracker bots attempting to access the Pokemon Center at one time the majority of actual humans who were trying to access the site were getting banned they were getting like temporary yeah. bans from the Pokemon mm. Center that wouldn't let them access the site anymore so um because you know i was you know keeping tabs on as soon as those links went live and within you know a few seconds i clicked on that link just to test and yeah you, it was already flooded by bots at that point within a few seconds of that link going live uh, yeah. and that was specifically for the pikachu van gogh plush that sold out so quickly they also had little standees the pikachu and eevee as the van gogh um I mean, here's the thing. I'm not surprised in any way, shape, or form that this happened. The Pokemon Center and the Pokemon Company, I, it's not that I think that they're willfully doing it, but they are sure as heck not giving the proper attention that they need to this kind of situation. I mean, it it, it, it in ways reminded me of when I was trying to get tickets for the Eras tour for Taylor Swift. <laughs> like, legitimately, I was having, like, trauma flashbacks. Or, like, when I've gotten BTS tickets for, like, a right. concert. Like, it felt, it felt akin to that kind of, like, stress, which is insane for something like Pokemon, again. And just between that and all of the video footage that came out from, you know, the museum in Amsterdam, that was... I can't believe the museum just didn't shut down after <laughs> after some of the footage that was coming out of the fights breaking out and just the mob. I uh, I mean it it's it's just wow. Plus the fact that you know you go on eBay right now and those cards are selling for seven hundred eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Wait, so what, the did they but did they come out and say that they're gonna like replenish and and print more or so they haven't no, said they haven't said that explicitly. They did say, though, that they would be kind of rectifying the situation. Yeah, the, the promo cards, they have said that the promo cards are not in intended to be a rare thing. So yeah. they, I'm sure they will have some way of, you know, get, distributing yeah. those promo cards to the masses. You know, in but six months, it'll be like one of the cards that you get with everything you buy from the Pokemon <laughs> Center. Yeah. They're, they're, but yeah. just for the time frame, there is a scarcity, which is right. Dumb. So don't fall for it. Don't pay. Yeah. So that's what, I mean, that was going to be the big warning, right? Like, yes, you'll see high prices on the secondary market. Just wait. Yeah. Well, and the, the other thing to keep the other collectibles, like the plushes right. and the figures. We we don't have a timeline or guarantee if those will be so stocked, Amsterdam will be the the museum, the Van Gogh Museum. Their store, which does include an online component, will be coming out with. Uh, a restock in mid-October. However, mm -hmm. the Pokemon Center is not confirmed that they're going to be getting any more in. Right. Um, so so and those are the things that are going to sell high. Well, because I have to imagine, I mean, that exhibit's going to be there for a little bit. And like... Yeah, it'll be through January. Right. So like, um, you're going to want... Or I would imagine the, the, the museum is hoping to have um, merchandise to sell the entire time. All I know is the day after all this happened, 
people who went to the museum to go to the gift store for whatever crumbs were left, they had beefed up security. There was so, so much. There was so much more security at that museum gift shop. Like, oh my gosh. It's, it's wild. It's Amsterdam it's Secret Service showing up and like protecting the poor Pikachu cards. Yeah. No. I mean, we were several, I mean, Evaporeon in the comments. I mean, there were a lot of people who were very heartbroken over this. That, I mean, I, I, to make clear, the Pokemon company did apologize. They right. Did, you know, but still. They submitted a statement, Christian. But uh, yeah, still. they, well, and so here's the other thing is that so a bunch of people got their stuff pretty quickly. And yeah. then there's some of us who have, you know, orders um, who, you know, uh, they they have not really commented on the fact uh, that they're, you know, you know, what, what's going on with those orders? Because now for like, you, Christian, is that just for the promo card or did you no, try, no, or like were you able to get Van? Gogh I was stuff? able to get both figures. Um, oh, how? Uh, what? I, Okay, well, um, uh, Megan, I will share the link with you off off the site, not to encourage bot use or anything like that. But when I realized what was going on, uh, um, the, uh, one of the Facebook groups I'm followed, uh, uh, like followed, uh, had uh, had a uh, bot. It, it's 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 another it's another bot thing. Right. It was a bot like this. This is live, basically. Mm. Uh, so, okay. oh, so like if you were to like follow, like thing, it was a hey, and like there Go. there are lots of communities like that. We've talked about like there's um there's right. right. I, I've seen those for K-pop and stuff. I didn't yeah. know if you managed to do it organically. In which case, I was going to say christian no absolutely <laughs> how in absolutely the world not. no it okay. was christian vpn in uh, i realized network. i realized what was happening with the bots um that like you know what was going on because i missed the plush and then yeah. um the next link went live and i immediately hopped on it and um managed to allegedly get my hands on both the pikachu and the eevee figure but you, but you haven't gotten it yet i maybe, haven't gotten it and here's you no know, here's the wild thing about it okay for the Pikachu one, um, I had to do it as a guest login because the site was so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Oh. So I have the PayPal receipt. That this, I this I do happened not to have, me. I do not have the Pokemon Center confirmation. Oh, Christian. With the Eevee one, I also do not have the Pokemon Center confirmation. I paid for it via PayPal. It is on, and that one I did through my browser. And so I have... On my uh, on my Pokemon Center account, I have like this order exists, and that is basically what they said. And there are delays and cancellations going out now about it. So I don't know if either of these actually got placed. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. Very... I will say that exact thing happened to me with Gengar, the Squishmallow, when it went live on the Pokemon Center. That's how I was supposed to get Gengar did paypal because i couldn't log in because of the, everything i never got it and then when i went to like the uh the helpline they're like nope so, you're not getting you're not getting gengar <laughs> and here i am so, so i hope I, you have a better turnaround than i did yeah no i mean me too <laughs> uh, i i think that there's there's a couple things here that the, there's just a couple just unconscionable things one there needs to be clearer, and we've run into this with other stuff um, that's not Pokemon related, both Pokemon and non-Pokemon related. There needs to be clearer expectations set on like allocations and stock and stuff like mm -hmm. that so people are prepared. 
you know, because mm-hmm. I kind of assumed that that Pikachu Van Gogh plush was going to be pretty widely available because, you know, mm-hmm. you take one look at that thing, you say, I want it. Right. Um, and it is just unconscionable that they want to produce just um, disgusting amounts of that plush. Um, like, you know, I, I, I'm just like baffled by that decision. Um, so that's one. Um, the second thing that I think, uh, the, the, the issue was, was they said they were going to do something and they didn't. And because of that, it gave all the product to scalpers. And that is just unacceptable. And that's what really ticks me off about this. They said they were going to inform people when the stuff was going to be live and they Mm -hmm. did not. And Mm -hmm. that is, you know, I, and like, I, I usually have, um, a lot of, you know, the, the Pokemon company is a company run by people. Uh, people make mistakes. People get overwhelmed. People do not realize how big and, you know, stuff is like, you know, mistakes get made all the time. And it's important to recognize the human factor and all of that. Um, but you know, what I draw the line at is they, they told people they were going to do something and then they didn't. And then because of that, the bad actors that we all know about and have been plaguing this community for three effing years, if not more, um, you know, got the heads up and they're the ones who benefited from it. And the second they realized they should have done that, you know, there, there's two things that they should have done. They won, they should have canceled all the orders. Yeah, mm-hmm. and who right. they should have instituted a lottery system, right? And I think, right. honestly, I think the biggest thing is, and I and I think that's going to be one of probably the one of the biggest changes or reckonings to come to e-commerce, especially for drops, is going to be a lottery system. You already started, you've already started to see it happen at right. Like I always I always use San Diego Comic Con as like a uh, uh, a petri dish basically to like test some of this stuff, right? And the minute Comic Con went from wait on this line for hours and hours to wait on this line for a few hours to get a lottery ticket, the entire game changed, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you're still going to have people be upset, but I really do think that the lottery system is probably going to be the norm when it comes to, um, e-commerce and i think it has to be it has i think to be. like that is the only way around or not the only way around but it is like probably the best chance to try and get around the whole bot situation so over yeah, i mean japan, japan has instituted yeah. that for Literally ever everything japan, everything concert ticket i mean sometimes movie tickets i mean japan <laughs> is i mean i have done several japan like lotteries when i have been in japan and they are a blessing. <laughs> they just, it is so so nice to, to, to I I've I've been a proponent for lotteries. They they've adapted a lot of that in South Korea. You know, especially with a lot of K-pop concerts, K-pop memorabilia events. You know, or or like how they do like fan sign events. How you or have to accumulate a certain amount of you know basically in-person reputation to be able to buy and accumulate these items to prevent scalping. Mm-hmm. Like it, it has to be a situation like that yeah. at this point, moving forward. Uh, I, and I, it's always interesting in the American hobby space to see the pushback on that. I have, I, I mean, it's, it's changing a little bit. I'll agree with like Comic-Con and within nerd spaces, but like, 
It, I, I think really prior to like, again, I go back to Taylor Swift and the Eras tour. People were like, no, I want my own chance at doing this. But with the Scout bot and everything has changed yeah. so much with technology that now people are like, we have to do a lottery system. There's just, it's just too much. It's, yeah. it's because there is, um, there is a desire to build scarcity. Um, yes. you know, right. because, you know, scarcity builds demand. Um, right. and so there's that entire idea that if you are not up at 3 a.m. in the morning, you're not going to get your Lorcana cards or something like that. Right. And, but I think at the no. same time, though, you can still do the 3 a.m. lottery drop. I mean, right? like, yeah. If you're, not, if you're not there, then you still, but I think like it's less appetizing to hear you may, you have to get up at 3 a.m. for maybe a chance to get something well, that, as opposed to 3 a.m. to get something. That, that's, that's the difference is, is, right. you know, it, it, it's at this point in time, it's outdated marketing. Either, either mm -hmm. you need to expand and, you know, grow it so that you can accommodate this, like, you know, because it's everything. It's, it's not just Pokemon. Like, Correct. and that, that's the thing to keep in mind. Like Pokemon got burned this time and we've seen it a couple of other times too. But, right. you know, um, it's like this for like the dumbest stuff, like oh, the Squishmallows. Yeah. The Squishmallows are a great example. Those Squishmallows are going to be around for years. That's not a mm -hmm. limited edition thing. And you know what happened? The scalpers got them. Uh, you know, Pokemon 151, those card sets, we still, I, I still see the 2021, you know, holiday stuff like out mm -hmm. on shelves. You know, those aren't going to be rare cards by any stretch of the imagination. You know what I couldn't find this weekend in any stores? Pokemon 151 cards. You know why? Because the scalpers got them. And until we get some sort of freaking resolution to this, until, you know, we either that the scalping problem is becoming more and more of a problem in any sort of space, any sort of space where there's time demand and there's a fandom surrounding it. Doesn't well, matter not, if, and not and to then, go too far down. And then they'll dump down. them all right. at a store near you. I mean, not to go too far down the rabbit hole, right? But there are larger kind of economic things happening at play in society and things like that. And I think that drives a lot of that as well, mm -hmm. right? Like people see these as get rich quick opportunities and it just f fosters that kind of stuff. I think that, like you said before, though, these companies need to get better at understanding at what level of demand something is going to have and and providing adequate enough uh supply right? right when you are trying to buy tickets for a concert there is finite supply for that right and so there's mm -hmm. really no way around that right but like for things like merchandise or cards or things like that like yes you want to be able to provide some sort but like that's where that's where um uh, uh, oh my god, why am I blanking on the name? But like, you know, variants and things like that, right? Like, mm -hmm. or, or chases, right? Like, that, that, that's where like chases come into play, where yes, you have the opportunity to get whatever you want, but then like, you know, maybe you'll get surprised with the chase kind of thing, right? Like, well, that's, and, and I think that's like the, like, you know, baseball cards sort of figured out a way around this to some extent by doing one out of ones. Right. Um, and, yep. and, you know, I think that is, um, we, we, the nerd space got a bit of that just recently with the magic, the one ring card. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the thing It's like, you know, like, you know, when you, when, when you literally make it so that only one person gets it, you know, like it, it, it kind of widens the scale and stuff like that. Like there's a couple of different approaches to it. I, I personally am not a fan of the one of ones. 
Um, sure. But, you know, like they, they certainly solved a lot of the scarcity problem. Right. Well, like at least like a lot of other traits, like I'm actually surprised. I'm not surprised, but like the Pokemon um, and some of the other more, I guess, anime focused trading card games don't necessarily do this, but like sports cards do this all the time, like printing plates and stuff like that, getting tossed mm-hmm. into sets. Like those are genuine one of one things um, that are getting tossed in there, which I think are like cool. I'd love to have like, you know, to randomly find a printing plate for a card in, in a Pokemon pack. Like, I think that would be really cool. Now, I understand why they don't because, um, you know, it's a, that's not, that's not the point. Right. But, uh, but yeah, but I mean, but like you can do that with just about, just about anything, but for the sake of time, we got to keep moving. So let's go to the Pokemon fact of the week. Long story short, uh-huh. Pokemon Van Gogh thing was a hu- huge debacle. We're all mad. And now we're going to talk about it. We a are weird, all mad. <laughs> so now I'm we're going to talk about a weird Pokemon fact. Disappointed. Uh, so we're talking about uh, Love Disc this week. Uh, you know, Love Disc is one of those Pokemon that um, they, they're they they're basically meme Pokemon because yes. they um, don't do anything besides have like a, a little shtick within like the context of the game. And which it's shaped like a heart. So, you know, we can sell it every Valentine's Day. Um, and, and you know, there's nothing, there's literally, for the most part, nothing memorable about these Pokemon. Um, but my favorite Poke fact of the week, and, you know, this should, you know, talk about um, how, <laughs> this should talk about how, how um, you know, the Pokemon company views single people. Um, if a love gift <laughs> is left on its own, it becomes despondent, leaving itself open to attack. That is when Pelipper snatched them up. That's right. <laughs> you know, single love discs, uh, single love disc die. They get eaten. They, they, they have no place in society. If you're, if you're a single love disc, your only purpose is to be food for those higher up on the food chain. It's everything else is like, Oh, love discs are couples and loves. And it's like, single love disc you know they're you know <laughs> basically trash you know they're only good for one thing and that's for feeding the pelipper you know who are you know probably have a lifetime mate and are happy and in a fulfilling relationship <laughs> love disc is a pokemon that i am surprised has not gotten an evolution uh, it, it it desperately needs it it's because i remember love disc was one of the first pokemon in pokemon go <laughs> where they like made an entire event around it. And I just went, yep. that is certainly a thing um, <laughs> where there's like, you can catch a thousand love disc. And I'm like, why would I do that? They're what, <laughs> what, why? Okay. Like I caught mine. Like it was like, it was like the, uh, it was like Valentine's day. And I was like, I caught my love disc. I'm like, I guess I'm going to turn off this game for three days now. Cause I don't I love another that. One. That love disc. Like it took, well, I'm, I'm just looking at the sprites. It took legitimately three generations for it to stop looking like a kidney bean and more like a heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> than anything else. Um, but it's it? like one of those things where. Uh, okay, so help me out here. Is the little dot under its eye a fin or a dot? Is it just a, a I dot? I think that's supposed to be a fin. Oh, mm-hmm. it is. Okay. Cause I was about just about to ask. I don't understand how this thing swims other than it's kind of like an eel. It just kind of undulates yeah. its body. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wow. That's my I think that's that may be the first and only time we hear the word undulate uh, on the podcast. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm more shocked that we don't use that word more regularly you know in the context I, of what we talk about. Word. I've been keeping that in my vocabulary pocket. <laughs> I've been just whipping it out. That's an A plus SAT word, Megan. Congratulations. That's a great I, All my, my petition for uh, this fact of the week with Love Disc is I desperately want in the next gen for us to get a regional variant that's like, hate disc and yeah. its heart is broken <laughs> and it's like got like eyeliner i want them to like i want the poke effects to be like this this pokemon was broken up with and listens to only hawthorne heights like that's what i want <laughs> that's that's what i would like from love disc moving forward i don't want an evolution so much as i want a variant <laughs> this love disc you know finds fulfillment in its career and don't need no man yes um, <laughs> that's what uh, i want Oh, I'm I'm forgetting I'm forgetting its name. What was the Paldean? Um, not Paldean. Uh, the Galarian about, oh, primate. Oh, uh, annihilate. Yeah, annihilate. That's what I, I expected to be like uh, uh, an annihilate for for. But no, I mean, I, honestly, I think like an evolution of this feels like it's one of those like when you get a bunch of them together, it forms a bigger love disc or something. You know. Well, there's so many cool things that you could have done with this Pokemon. Like right. you, you see how fish Pokemon have evolved. And this is one of those just like there are a lot of them. Yes. I, I hate to say this. There are a lot of just absolutely useless trash fish Pokemon. Yep. They might as well just be, you know, like because water Pokemon are like, I think, like one of the most common Pokemon types. And it's because of all these just junk fish and yep. Love Disk is one of them. Uh, but you can the cool route. I mean, look, we got Overquill eventually. We got his human cool fish, and then mm-hmm. we got Overquill, and Overquill does something. It is certainly, <laughs> it's certainly a thing that exists, and I'm happy that it is because it gives <laughs> cool fish something to do besides just look useless. Um, so give us more. Give, give and, us and it's got a really cool name. Over- like- oh, yeah, Overquill. Yeah, Overquill is a great name. All right, Overquill. but then what are we going to call Love Disc's evolution? Uh, Calder27 says Love Love Disc. I would yeah. like to formally petition True Love Disc. No, oh! Like T-R-U-L-U-V-D-I-S-E. That's my, that's it. I don't think there's enough in that one. That is... I'm doing great with the word. I was going to say Love Disc. And that you could call it Love Discuss. And then Gossip Fish. Uh, wow. that's but yeah, no, love just love just kind of it's just there, like it's a cute meme Pokemon, but that's all it does. Um, yeah. no. all right, well. all right, well, that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks for everyone who showed up live during our uh chat with uh Thea Trinidad, aka Queen Zelina, Zelina Vega. Uh, that was a lot of fun, like I said, we, we'll definitely have her back uh at some point. Um, I was uh, I, I I mentioned her earlier in the show, but I've been talking to uh, Sarah Nato Jenny, and she want, we're going to have her back on the show soon, um, just to to talk stuff, Pokemon stuff, and uh, and yeah. So I just had a brain fart, so let me start the ending of that over. I guess a little bit. I mean, not over. We won't cut it or anything because we don't do that here. But anyway, end of the show. The best way to support the show: leave us a review. Head on over to iTunes, uh, leave us five star. Oh, you know what you can also do now that I didn't realize uh, Spotify also has the ability uh, to um, to leave like they're, they're kind of like reviews, but you can also uh, there's like a Q&A f- 
function on Spotify podcasts where uh, I think it auto populates as what did you think of this episode kind of thing. And people have actually been leaving comments and stuff on there. I just discovered them. So I'm going to go back and go through some of them so I can read some of them out because I, uh, because I want people to know that, that we do see those. Those are so if you listen on Spotify, there is a way to interact with the show on that platform. There is a Q&A function. It's usually when new episodes drop. So uh, we will be checking those as well. Uh, for all the other platforms, I, I don't know. Maybe I will uh, go figure that out. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Um, we'll see. It was one of those things where like, I was just looking at numbers and I said, oh, look at this. What are these things? Very, very cool. So sorry, everyone who's been uh, living in the Spotify, uh, the, or living on the Spotify side of things. Uh, we'll definitely get that, get that in. And then, like I said, the Discord. Get in the Discord. There is so much cool stuff happening there. Uh, so definitely, definitely check that out. Like I said, the best way to do it is head on over to our profile over on X at Pokemon Pod CB. There's a link to it there. Semantics does a phenomenal job helping us uh, keep that thing um, running smoothly. So we really do appreciate the, the help there. And then uh, other than that, you can uh, talk to us if you want. You can send us pictures of things. Oh, someone sent me uh oh, now that I just thought now I just thought of it. Someone sent me something. I think it was on Instagram and it was a uh oh where is it? Um it was a really cool geodude thing. And I say really cool because it was like it was actually a thing and it wasn't a um a joke. I forgot it, but I will pull it back up and I will find it. But anyway, you can find us on all of the, all of the things, but more specifically on X, you can find me at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peters CB. Christian is at C Hoffer C bus. We hope you have a great week. You have all the shiny luck and we'll catch you here next week. See you later, folks. Peace. <laughs>